0: Hey!
1: Hey! Happy New Year! It's a new year? It is a new year! It is no longer 2020. We are in 2021.
0: I believe we made it six days before the Earth caught of fire, so... Yeah. we're doing really well this year
1: so far it looks like 2021's is out to make us forget 2020 but hopefully that, that that trend will will go by the wayside uh welcome officially everyone to season two of group chat after dark
0: we were not canceled by the network standards and practices did not
1: take us off the air you can't they fight greatness we talked a lot about penises Um, Our last episode had a a really long joke about dildos. uh, And we still made it. We made it through season two. So we've done a lot better than a lot of other shows.
0: Well, and in the spirit of of group chat after dark, have you seen this recent story going around about this guy in, he's a cartoon character in, is it Denmark? (laughs) And he, he has like a 30 foot long penis that he grabs onto things with. And it's striped like a candy cane. Yeah.
1: And he can like, retract it up into his body when he doesn't need it so it's like he can he can lower it and release it and, and use it for what he needs and then he, he, can he uses it, right it like a
0: monkey's himself. tail <laughs> to swing around on branches and stuff
1: yes supposedly
0: yeah. the goal of the cartoon is to promote positive body image in children
1: so That's, you know what's something disturbing is that like because obviously we talked about this in group chat i sent that article uh something that I was very disturbed by in that article was, I mean, obviously this is kind of risque for a children's show, but it was, there was, there was some mention of another performance art or something like that, where an audience like in a theater was full of children and, and the, and the show was different adults would come out and take off all their clothes. And, and it was supposed to, to, promote you know positive body image because the children needed to see that that they were these are real bodies and I'm like and it was this was also in Denmark Uh, because yeah I don't think that would fly here
0: Uh, uh, yeah I was reading about that they have some kind of history of like trying to normalize the human body with their kids which I I guess is good in a way Um, but uh, it also leads nicely into our topic for today's show because if you want to get away from having the mega corporations stick their penis inside of you, you can explore the streaming services that are available. And our topic today is
1: streaming fatigue.
0: What does that mean?
1: Well, basically, it means it's actually subscription fatigue, um, and basically, people are getting really fed up with all their options for streaming services and they're just they're having to pay too much. It's getting to be too expensive because everybody's using at least four streaming services. The average American household had to to at least four. Uh, but before we get too far into that, Michael, we got to take care of a little bit of business right up top. Uh, you know, we got to make keep the sponsor of the show very happy because obviously we gave him, you know, seven really stellar ad reads last year. So, well, Let's hit our, and it's our, funny, our title sponsor with a good ad read right off the bat to start off season two.
0: It's funny you mentioned subscriptions because our, our sponsor, Bombas, uh recently introduced a subscription service where you can have socks sent to you on a regular basis with a different design that's a surprise every so often. I don't know the exact cadence of the sending. I think you can customize that in your order, but it is... Uh, a new service that they have, much like Stitch Fix or whatever you would do with the clothing that's out there. But uh, Bombas is the uh, top-selling product in the history of Shark Tank. I don't know if you knew that. I had not heard that before. Yeah. At least not seven other times. And also, they will donate a pair of socks to homeless shelters in need because, and this is a game-changer, socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters.
1: So what you're telling me is... If I go to Bombas.com and buy a pair of Bombas socks, they then donate a pair to a homeless shelter.
0: Not only that, if you use the promo code GCHAD, G-C-H-A-D, after you click the microphone in the top left, you'll get a discount of
1: $0.00. Really? What about free shipping?
0: You will get free shipping as long as you pay for it.
1: Oh, okay. You know, I'm gonna have to cruise over to Bombas.com, go up to the microphone, and click that, and, and type the promo code GChad, and get absolutely no discount off my order.
0: Yeah, you need to share this with your dad so that he can order his next round of
1: uh, Bombas socks that he loves so much. It was interesting. I was reading some of the Facebook comments about my dad's forty pairs of socks he got for his anniversary in December, and he was he was people were asking if they were any good. And he said he loves the dress socks. The dress socks are his, his jam, but he will not wear them while he's welding. Apparently <laughs> sparks from welding will eat right through a Bomba sock. So there's a little tip for you out there. If you're looking to get some Bombas in the new year, don't wear them to weld. Yeah. If you're, if you're a hardcore welder, it's probably not the gift for you. Yeah. The dress socks anyway. I'm, I'm not sure about the other socks. Apparently the dress socks are the ones he likes. So, Just be forewarned. If you're going to get some, make sure you change them into some socks you don't mind getting holes in because those bombers are going to get some holes.
0: Well, speaking of holes, I think we're going to transition into our topic today. I have one more thing, a very
1: exciting thing that I need to reveal to you. Oh, this is exciting. All right. This is very exciting right before we get into our streaming fatigue. Well, number one, this is not really the reveal. We talked about it in our last show. As you see behind me, I got a new chair. Nice. And it is very comfortable. I'm very happy with it. It is everything that the Amazon reviews told me it would be. But perhaps the most surprising gift that I received, you don't know about this. Nobody knows about this except for my family. The most surprising Christmas gift that I received was a video iPod. Nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I this think, is on you get the cutting on edge of them? technology.
1: No, I got it from, uh, uh, it was actually, uh, 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 it, it was just junk land around my house. I didn't really get it for Christmas, but I had to, I had to bring back our, our big video iPod discussion from the...
0: Does it have any videos episode. on it?
1: I do not know. It's actually my wife. So this whole thing has been a lie. Ah, uh, uh, well, you really let me down. I really did. But now that we've got that out of the way, I think we can finally start the show. Well, I'm excited.
0: We can't finally start. There's one more update we have to get. Oh, that's right. The listeners are clamoring for this. I have an updated total of Chick-fil-A membership points. I have crossed into the ultra premium red membership. And now I have 1,660 Chick-fil-A points to redeem.
1: Wow, that is impressive. You must really like Chick-fil-A.
0: Well, so this all started when the pandemic happened. And my trust of public spaces went down incredibly. And Chick-fil-A introduced, you can go into their parking lot and you just type in a number and they bring your food right out to your car. And then you put your mask on and you roll down the window and they hand it to you in a box. So you're not even close to six feet close to them. And then you pick the food up and you leave. So they were the only ones I would feel like were taking the whole thing seriously. And so pretty much like if I wanted to eat at a restaurant, it was Chick-fil-A or my house. So,
1: well, I will are. say, the, I like the fact that, because we, we've used DoorDash a lot recently. We have some friends sent us a, a DoorDash gift card. So we use DoorDash, and, and there's times where I'm like, I don't, you know, there's only so many options on DoorDash, and I don't want something fried or whatever, so I'll get like a nice salad from Chick-fil-A. Something I really like that Chick-fil-A does with their DoorDash orders, is they seal them. Mm-hmm there's like that little little sticker that goes over because I remember when all these like food delivery services were coming up where people just go pick up your food from a restaurant and bring it to you. Uh, there were a lot of like memes and things online and, and then viral videos of like, Oh, I'm taking this door dash. Take me a drink of their milkshake, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, and people were kind of out. So I was like Chick-fil-A who I don't know. They're on the cutting edge of this fast food thing. Uh, they're sealing their bags so that that way, your DoorDash driver won't necessarily open it up and, and eat need a few of your fries on the way.
0: Well, wait till you hear this. So I, I happen to live in a hotspot for Chick-fil-A's. So we get all the new tech before most places do. Chick-fil-A has their own delivery service now.
1: Ooh, nice. Where their
0: employees are driving the car to drop your food off. So it never goes out of a Chick-fil-A employee's
1: purview. Well,
0: Will they still
1: say, my pleasure, when they, they will. Deliver your food. Okay. They
0: will. However, in the pandemic, I've been saying no contact, so they leave the food on my doorstep, and then I they ring the doorbell and leave.
1: When they so, ring the doorbell, do you do you say my pleasure? I don't. I say no. my food's here, and then I open the door. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that stirring update. I'm glad because we got to going forward each month. We're going to have to get a new update. On well, now tools.
0: the the universe is going to know how much Chick Fil A I eat, and I don't know if I want that
1: out there. It's only like people in Brazil and Germany and France and the do UK. those people know what Chick Fil A is? I don't. I don't know Europe's Chick Fil A status, uh, so we'll have to look into that for next month. And see European the,
0: listeners, send us an email:
1: uh, gchat at yahoo.com. We want to know: Do you have Chick Fil A in Europe? I mean, we could probably Google it, but I think it's better to wait for the the, the, few, the smattering of fans across the world. Even better, send European us a countries.
0: letter snail mail. Oh. Yeah. To P.O. To Box to Todd Scott, P.O. Box forty two. <laughs> care care of G Chad. Yeah, do it. I like
1: that. Okay. Cool. All right. Now okay, now. Now we could finally talk about the subscription fatigue, the streaming fatigue. How do you feel I- about it?
0: I have streaming fatigue. Um, I just recently got really angry mm-hmm. because Net- Netflix raised their price again.
1: Yeah, you were complaining about that last month. It costs what it costs, man. Netflix is the undisputed king of streaming service.
0: How much longer though? They don't they have they don't have anything good now. They lost the office. They lost all the NBC shows. They
1: th- I will say as far as original content, they are still Now not all of it's great, but Netflix is like now distribution like like it's also distribution it's not just streaming like stuff's going directly there and then they're reviving thing you know things that were getting canceled other other places so i don't know i feel like netflix is it has a pretty good hold because i think it's definitely considered one of the big three of, of streaming services i agree with as far that. as i think the article i was reading uh in prep for the show said it was like almost half of america like 1 out of 2 Americans <laughs> subscribes to Netflix.
0: That's going to be just uh, pretty though. good. Well, cuz when they saturate their market, what are they going to do, you know? I mean, cuz it costs a lot. Of, I think they still they don't still make money. They still lose money every month
1: as a company. I need facts on that, Michael. I'm going to need I got to fact check you because you you often told me that the, the Fast and the Furious was the top grossing film franchise of all time. It is. It's being acquired by Netflix. No, it is not. It is being acquired by the dumpster because it sucks and <laughs> it's trash. But regardless, I don't I don't know Netflix's profitability. Something that I do find interesting about Netflix is they don't really release like ratings or streams or or views. Yeah. Um, so it's they have that, that list
0: now they built in that's internal yeah. but you, we nobody knows how that works. So
1: one one thing that I've always thought was interesting is like especially cuz like we're talking about their their content, their their original show, their programs um they they kind of have this formula now of like yeah you get two or three seasons, you don't really see a lot of retention after that. People start, you know, kind of getting tired of it. So th- their shows get canceled after seasons 2 and 3. Uh but they don't tell you how many people are sticking around so it's like you don't know how well the show is doing other than you know kind of your your bubble of people that you talk to that also watch the show but like nationwide worldwide you don't we don't know what those shows are actually garnering as far as an audience other than netflix is like "Eh, it wasn't enough well and netflix
0: has so many just random original hmm. so-called original pieces of content some of the stuff is stuff they bought and they just oh, repurpose yeah. it as original, but um, it's just so much that it's hard to tell like who's watching what, you know?
1: Michael, if you had to guess, so we've, we've obviously been talking about Netflix already and we kind of mentioned the big three. Uh, if you had to guess though, what would your what would your guess be on how many streaming services are currently available right now? I'm gonna go with like 65. What if I told you that I have an article that I will put in the show notes that lists 200 plus streaming services that you are concurrently subscribed to in what? the United States? Yes. Who has time for that? Now, of course, this is, this is a wide array of streaming services. Like we're talking about Netflix and stuff, which is movies and TV shows. You know, you've also got a lot of live streaming television. Mm. So we're kind of a cord cutters, you know, uh, replacement for Cable or satellite. Um, So there's a lot of stuff out there. Um, And there were three big services that launched last year in 2020. Because remember, it's 2021 now. Yeah. We're here. Happy New Year. Uh, There were three big ones that launched. uh, HBO Max, which was really, really fucking confusing.
0: Yeah, because there's also HBO Now. Or there was also HBO Now.
1: There still is HBO Now. (laughs) (laughs) So... So originally, you had HBO on your. It was a you know a premium cable. You could only baby. get it if you had cable or yeah. satellite. You, you had it on your like I had it on DirecTV, and it was about fifteen bucks a month. But it has you know it has good content. So once the streaming, once they got into streaming, they had HBO Go That's and right. HBO Now, yeah. <laughs> which was confusing because they didn't really tell you. But HBO Go was if you had it as part of, you had access to it as as somebody who had a part of your cable package. So you didn't have to pay extra. You just had access to it. HBO now was a standalone. Yeah. For for people like me that won't buy it through the cable. Right. Or people that don't have cable, but they want to watch game of Thrones. They can get HBO now. So then they announced they're coming out with HBO max and everybody's like, well, what the fuck is that? and is it new is it separate from from this because it's like you know it's basically all the warner time warner branded content and it's basically oh yeah it's it's a new thing but it's the same thing with more stuff and we're also getting rid of hbo go yeah so you can still do hbo now for some reason well, and, and But speaking, it's the same content as HBO Max, so it's really, really confusing.
0: Speaking of HBO Max, they, um, they're they poised to like take over at the top spot of the streaming services this year. Well, and do you know why? Warner Brothers is releasing all of their movies there for the they next are. year.
1: Yeah. That would because, definitely go in the theater. Yeah. Well, you don't know what... You're not going to get the return out of theatrical releases that you would normally right now. I mean, that, it was never a guarantee anyway, but most theaters aren't open and I think theaters are really, really struggling. Um, I will not go. I, I, it's not something like, I like going to the movies occasionally, but it's not something I'm clamoring for right now. And I, th- I, w- I would much rather watch them in my home. Yeah. Like, uh, and like you you're talking, with, yeah, right. like you're talking HBO max. We watched wonder woman, uh, you know, right after it came out, uh, it's still, it's still available, but they're, they're also doing it timed. Um, Oh, I didn't Wonder that. Woman is available, I think, for the month of January, ah,
0: and then it's not.
1: Gotcha. Um, so, but anyway, like we, I love that, and yeah, all their movies that were going to hit uh, the theaters this year, they're the same day it hits theaters, because I guess worldwide, there you know places that aren't struggling as much as we are, their theaters are open, and you can still get some global box office. Ah, okay. New Zealand, you know, they're pretty much Corona free now. Um, <laughs> the New Zealand box office will be great but uh yeah so so they're they're releasing them the same day that they they hit whatever theaters they're hitting and you can watch them for I think about I think 28 days is is their run the precedent they set with the the new Wonder Woman film Wonder Woman 84 um which I heard anyway, is garbage
0: by the way but we can
1: talk about that a different time I my wife and I usually like these films uh but we're also not like hardcore comic book people uh um, I
0: didn't think about that Yeah, they did yeah. everything
1: because I don't know the backstory of the, some of the characters that are introduced and, and so you know a lot of my criticisms are, or a lot of the criticisms I'm seeing about it are like oh well they didn't use this character right they didn't use that character right and I'm like well could fool me because I didn't know who the fuck they were in the first place anyway <laughs> so HBO Max launched last year huge it, it, amidst the, the confusion about what it actually was but I think it's a pretty good service actually I really like it and cord cutters
0: have trying to be been trying to get HBO for years, so oh
1: yeah, yeah. To have to be able to have it plus all the other Time Warner owned content, I mean it's it's huge because of course like some you know the Fresh Prince of Bel Air was something that people were really wanting to stream, and it was on Hulu I think for a little while, but it got pulled because HBO is like all right we're you know Time Warner's like we're gonna put it on ours, so it's got to come off. Um, but anyway, I really I'm a big fan of HBO Max actually. I really like it. Um, the second big streaming service that we got to talk a little bit about last month is Peacock. Oh God. <laughs> that you're not a fan of, but uh, interesting thing. My wife told me this morning, um, she's a big fan of the today show. And every day this week, apparently on the today show, they have had cast members from the office on or something to do with the office. She's like every day they've had something. I was like, well, Today shows aired on NBC. <laughs> nbc obviously nbc universal they own it they're really hyping this thing up they're pimping out the office they're getting everybody they're carting them out and we're like come on we gotta get more people signed up
0: i saw an article this week that was like will the office get a reunion show stay tuned i hope not because they're they're just diluting the product and it's garbage
1: it's i mean
0: the the last two seasons were already terrible
1: There's going to be something, you know. There's going to be something, and then of course it'll be. We have to have Peacock to watch it. But uh, interestingly enough, the, the what did you think of their first big exclusive uh, clip that they released of the, the cold open from the finale?
0: I thought it was good.
1: Um, I did not. <laughs> really? It probably comes from I've never seen any of the Matrix films. What? I've never seen any of them. I have no desire to. Well, yes,
0: that's exactly where it comes from. That's what they're I mean, making fun of.
1: And well, I knew what it, I knew what it was. It's. I mean, it's. It became such a pop culture phenomenon that obviously I mean, I knew what it was, but I, I didn't. And it, to me, it just went on way too long, and it was way past the realm of like believability, even for Dwight, because it's like they've got the. It was just so, and I guess because it's a finale, it had to be the biggest Jim prank ever. But you know, like to to have like the guys in there dressed up like the agents. And then you got Hank as what was his name? It wasn't Morpheus. It was Dorpheus.
0: He's Morpheus, brother.
1: Yeah. Like all that stuff. And to go, and then they're watching it from like the closed circuit, you know, station. It it was just to me, that was the, that that was was the the fake.
0: That was the fake company, Pennsylvania solar tech.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. But I'm just saying like, it just, it just kept going and going. Like, it was funny that like to get the cat, like the cat, trick and everything was funny but like I, I don't know it just and i was like really this is the kind of stuff you're gonna release it like that's all i got left greg daniels was like well this is shit i'm not putting it out <laughs> anyway
0: there's a there's a greg daniels show we'll talk
1: about when we talk about amazon prime that I've oh yes watched. i haven't watched it but i do want to watch it so yeah we'll i'll chat about that
0: i'll tell you about that it's good
1: um and finally rounding out the big three that were launched in 2020 uh Quibi.
0: It's dead. You can't count that.
1: It counts. It counts because I found some interesting things out. Now it Quibi, sucks. if you're not familiar with what it is, Quibi was like TV show, like bite-sized TV shows and movies.
0: Yeah, so Quibi is your short phone. it's short for quick bites.
1: Yeah, exactly. They were they were meant to be you could binge them if you wanted or you could watch you know you're like I got I got a time to kill while I'm waiting on the bus or I'm at the doctor, you know, whatever, when you got some time you can watch a quick little episode of a show and they were also designed an interesting way to where you could watch them vertically or horizontally. If you turned your phone, oh, your favorite you got a different vertical angle. video. Yes. Vertical video is trash. I hate it, but I thought that was pretty cool that if you, if you turn your phone, it'll use the accelerometer in your phone and it will give you a different view. That is cool. That's, that's pretty cool. And there were a lot of big people attached, like, you know, kind of heavy hitters attached to Quibi as far as like, content creators and, and, and stars and, and everything. So I thought it was a pretty interesting concept, but I was like, I was filling the streaming fatigue a little bit. And I was like, I'm going to, if I'm not going to jump on it, I'm going to let it play out and see what happens. Well, guess what happened? Less than six months after it launched on December 1st of 2020, Quibi shut down. Cause I guess they just weren't getting.
0: Oh, they were one return. of the Silicon Valley companies, right? So they started with a bunch of capital, which doesn't count as real money, right? Um, and then they weren't ever turning a profit, so the investors were like, "Screw this, we're getting out of here." Yeah, and so they sold it off for what they could and killed it. Well, um, Verizon was trying to send it to everybody who had a Verizon phone, um, unless you use an iPhone. But I'm not; uh, iPhone sucks, so I don't use it. Um, so they they pushed it to everybody's Android phone, um, and that really pissed me off. So I never used it.
1: Yeah, you don't really like people messing with your your phone.
0: Or just Um, telling me what to do. Like, I don't want want this app. If I wanted it, I would download it.
1: Yeah, I get that. Um, What's interesting, though, is all the content that was developed for Quibi, um, just actually this week, Roku has announced that they're picking it up, and they're going to distribute it via their Roku channel. Um, Is it the free one? Yeah, yeah, it'll be free. Um, and, And if you go to Quibi's website right now, it'll actually say, Quibi is coming back, period, for free, period, something like that. And I went this morning. Um, but anyway, I thought that was interesting. I was like, okay, cool. I waited. I didn't waste money on it. I don't know what the subscription cost was, but now I can check it out. However, I don't know. Maybe maybe I can watch it on the Roku app on my phone and see about that, you know, the, the different shots and everything. Because again, being a production nerd, I just thought that was cool, a different way uh, to present content. I don't know if they all utilize that that uh gimmick but anyway uh so those were the big the big three that showed up last year that, that made a lot of news uh some for good some for not so good reasons um but anyway now we can talk about
0: well well t- tell tell our illustrious audience which ones which survey,
1: streaming services do you have well, i was gonna run down because you know we, we kind of dropped the bomb of 200 plus right now that's a, That's a lot. That's a lot of streaming services. And I, I mentioned like some are just for live TV. If you want live TV, so like your cable package, you know, that, that you get the guide and everything and you see what's on, you don't, you don't have to pick and say, this is what I want to play and then play something after it. You know, it's you get access to channels. Um, you've got several choices there just for that, which is pretty interesting. You got Philo Fubo TV, Sling TV, direct TV now, youtube tv and hulu with live tv
0: and there's more
1: there's more than that
0: playstation playstation's dead
1: oh i'm sorry yeah they they shut down playstation view because i used to have that i had it before direct or uh you you have youtube tv now uh i had playstation view as a good service i'm not sure exactly why but they shut it down i'm gonna say around last summer but i'd have to look that up um but that, like, that's several choices just for one particular type of streaming, and then of course the others we've mentioned are more premium content. A la carte, yeah. A la carte, yeah. Uh, so all of these choices, all of these options, are giving people subscription fatigue. You mentioned that you're, you're, you're. I'm experiencing it. Uh, like I say, I wasn't going to get on Quibi because I'm like, I'm not subscribing to something else. I think you, you're you feeling the squeeze on the subscription fatigue as well.
0: Well, it's like every time you pick one and then you get on there, it's like, there's nothing good on here. I don't want to watch this.
1: And it's like the, the biggest problem I think is, and it's basically coming down to the problem with cable packages. This this is the problem we had before. You want You want to watch a show that you really like, and it's only on this one channel, and it's on the most expensive tier of the cable package. Well, you're kind of locked in. You're like, I gotta watch my show. I don't want to miss it. So you, do, you know, and then you're paying two hundred dollars a month for cable that you only and you only watch that channel when that show is in season. Yep, it sucks. Um, we're getting there now because the the fragmentation of streaming services. Everybody's
0: trying to get their money.
1: Well, yeah, because they um, they've seen that it's it's a real stream of revenue. Uh, it's it's a proven method at this point. So we got to get, like we talked last month, NBC universe by $500 million just to get the office back for the streaming service that cost whatever it's costing to operate and launch and build that library. So on top of whatever other costs involved with launching that service, they spent $500 million on top of it just for one show because they know how popular it is and how many people will be clamoring to see it. So it's killing, it's killing everybody's interest in streaming right now and subscriptions. Um,
0: have you seen this new thing they've announced like this week? I have not. It's a streaming conglomerator. So it brings all of your services together and you hmm. can pick and choose from there what you want to
1: watch. I have not seen that, but it is interesting. And yeah, I mean, the world we live in now, of course somebody's going to come up with tools like that. Uh, because, yeah, you... If, if you're like me and you like to watch a handful of things, you need to know where all those things are and you need to know how to get those things without spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month.
0: Um, And speaking of that, or you could just do, uh, do it illegally like you.
1: Yeah, I am. I am a, a bit of a criminal, but we'll get to that. Um, that's not really criminal. It's just, Anyway, uh, I was, I was, something, this is a variety article I was reading about subscription fatigue specifically. I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, they're saying that scri- subscription fatigue is starting to push consumers to cancellation, or they're looking for uh, free ad supported streaming options ah. uh, like Pluto TV is a, is a free.
0: Yes, I do TV enjoy service. Pluto
1: TV. I do enjoy it as well. It's it's most of their channels are twenty four hours of some random thing that you kinda like. The the best one? You you know what the best channel is on Pluto, don't you? I, th- I know what you're gonna say, but the last couple times my daughter and I have turned on Pluto, we've really been enjoying the Prices Right channel. <laughs> they have a Prices Right channel? And it's old school prices right like Bob Barker has brown hair. Nice. I did not yeah. know that. Like, I'll if, check that one out. I was cracking up watching it with her one day because they're bidding on a VCR and they'll be like, $800. I was like, they're giving away a VCR on the prices, right? This is amazing. Anyway, your favorite channel. Included.
0: Unsolved Mysteries with Robert Stack. It is good. Not the crappy Dennis Farina version. Yeah. Which is just a rehash of the Robert Stack episodes with different
1: graphics. You know what bothers me? and I think this is the same version you're talking about, but my wife puts it on sometimes on on one of these weird channels on YouTube TV, but it's like they have like this like crime lab background where they're all like typing on computers. And and it's like, (laughs) like, that's not really happening. Like this, this is like Austin Powers telling you about, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, down here in the boiler room every now and then you hear noises like that but it's like Austin Powers or Dr. Evil, you know, in his, his secret underground layer of crime solving. And I'm like this, this takes any any They got to get the tips. From that's it. where all the tips go. Apparently, apparently that's what a tip a tip hotline control center looks like. Um <laughs> but yeah, the, the so you got like stuff like Pluto TV, which is owned by Viacom. So that's why you get a lot of that like there's there's Nickelodeon content and CBS mm-hmm. content. MTV, yeah. MTV and that, you know, um which is cool. Now they're ad-supported, so you do get commercials. But they're not. I they're, I don't think they bother me when I watch something on Pluto. They're not terrible. They're badly spliced into the
0: shows. Yeah, but lot other than
1: that, it's not bad. Yeah, I've noticed that too. Especially like older uh, content that that was timed out specifically for commercial breaks they kind of put commercials in wherever they want. And then all of a sudden you'll get a random like fade to black and it comes back and it's like, Oh, well that was obviously where the commercial break was supposed to be. Um, but anyway, there, there's plenty of, apparently there's a lot of options like that for you now uh, this ad supported uh, free streaming TV service. So that's, that's what um, a lot of people are turning to. And the, the number one reason that people are looking for that, they're, they're looking to cancel or, just a different option is because of high cost. But Um, isn't
0: that basically cable TV
1: with ads? Well, yes, you can't choose cables, not free. That's, that's the big differentiator. And like Pluto is Pluto has no cost. I think they do have like a, I think there's some sort of, I think you can pay to get rid of the ads account or something. Yeah. I think there's, there's some option there but it's completely free. You don't even have to sign up, you just download the app and, and you, like you don't even log in, it's just there. Um, but it's just, it, it's ad supported, you know? Uh, so you're gonna get a lot of commercials and they're gonna be targeted. Oh, so, and Peacock is ad supported and you have to pay for it. There's no there's no commercial free tier on Peacock? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know, I have the free tier. Free, um, I think tier. They,
0: they made it free, so like if you wanna watch The Office, it has commercials and you can only watch the first two
1: seasons The the free version there's only the first two seasons i don't and then obviously it's unlocked but yeah i don't know about ads because i haven't watched anything on it i just wanted I, I got signed up for the free account because i wanted to see what was available that's why i hate it i, I just Not think much. they're they're ripping people off it's a rip yeah. off you can watch the first episode of the Say by the bell reboot on the free tier because i want to get this
0: trash no, no. <laughs> it's
1: called Saved by the Bell. Um, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah no, I heard yeah, about that one. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Apparently, I, I've heard it's actually pretty good. He's screeching uh, it. He's not. Um, spoiler alert, I read an article because I, I don't really think I'm going to be he watching dead? it. He's not dead. Um, apparently, Mario Lopez's character, A.C. Slater, in one season, or one episode There's of the character's season character's not A.C. Slater, it's Colonel Sanders. Oh, I'm sorry. That's regardless in this show he portrays ac slater and he he mentions something kind of in passing about screech being on the international space station so that's kind of a way for them to acknowledge that he's still in that universe but since he like goes around stabbing people and everything they don't actually have to get a violent felon back on the show (sighs) poor screech it's poor screech um but now you, you were mentioning uh, our households, our yes. breaking down our households. Uh, we the, the statistic I got from this article earlier was um, the average American subscribes to four streaming services. Um, now, pre-COVID, it was three. Each, they would subscribe to three. My household that's, has a that's lot. Low. That's low. Yeah, thinking about what I have, that's low. Well, think about like if you were single, and it was just you because I, I didn't have as many streaming services before i was married like there's more people in my household now so we need more options true so i guess if you're if you're single or you don't watch a lot you know yeah, probably
0: that's probably true and you can get what you need from three and and thinking back to it when i was single i think i only had netflix so maybe yeah that's right yeah
1: yeah so that's see and that's that's the average uh, you know, obviously, like we were talking before we got on here, my household is double the average. We have eight sub streaming services right now. Um, we have Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, Hulu, ad free Hulu because we're ballers, um, HBO Max, Netflix, Prime Video, Showtime, Anytime, and YouTube TV. Those are the services we currently subscribe to for a whopping one hundred and twenty six dollars a month. Because you cheat the system. No, no. That's what it would cost if we didn't cheat. Okay. <laughs> Which I stand by the fact I don't think it's cheating. It is. is like it's against the terms of service. They can terminate not, your account. It's not. It's not though. They like they give you other profiles to have and they don't say that they're limit like if it was against their terms of service, they would make that you couldn't stream in multiple locations. Cause they can, I mean, obviously they can track that. It's all connected to the internet. They'd be like, okay. Can't you only do two at one time? Isn't that the limit? No, you can buy like our Netflix. I think we pay like $15 a month for Netflix. And oh, that's it's right. Like,
0: you have the weird tier. That's right. Really, it's like
1: three stream, three screens or whatever. Three, you know, you can have three streams going at the same time. Yeah. Um, because we share basically what we do. I'm sure a lot of other people do this too. Um, Netflix, it, we, we, we pay for Netflix but we give the credentials to like my father-in-law and some friends of ours. So in return they get Netflix for free and they, my father-in-law he has HBO on his Comcast, his, his cable package. So we get his HBO login. Um, and you, our, ever go our friends, in and you
0: should go in and mess with this algorithm and like pick like, no, no, we have our own profile
1: <laughs> because in this, you know, uh, give and take of the the streaming sharing, you know, I don't want I don't want to upset anybody and get my HBO max taken away like, because I really like it, but <laughs> we don't have it as part of our package or whatever. And I don't want to pay $15 a month just for HBO max. So that's kind of our thing. And that's how we like the bundle that we have for Disney ESPN and Hulu. Some friends of ours have that they get our Netflix, we get that. Uh, so really the only ones we pay for, Personally, is Netflix, Prime Video, which is actually just included with my, yeah, we're the same way, Amazon Prime, yeah. and then YouTube TV, which is the most expensive, but we really like YouTube TV; it's very good, uh, but it does keep going up in price. It was forty dollars a month when we signed up; it's now sixty-five dollars a month. But they do—they don't just raise the price for no reason. They—they they add channels. Um, this most recent price hike was. As a result of adding a, a lot of the Viacom-owned channels, like we were talking about, back hmm. because they they had been gone. Uh, so I finally, after years, get Comedy Central and MTV, <laughs> and you know all those that. Not that I, I, I watch a ton of those, but it wasn't you know I hadn't watched South Park in years because I didn't have. Uh, well, now
0: you have HBO, and they put them all on. It's HBO. on HBO.
1: Yeah. So I mean, it's there's plenty of options now, but it, so. YouTube at least is, is adding more content rather than just being like, Oh, it's more expensive now just because, um, so anyway, but yeah. So if we paid for all this, it'd be $126 a month. I don't know if you recall, but years ago when I was single, I ditched direct TV in favor of PlayStation view because I was paying $143 a month just for me. One wow. person to have and just for direct game. TV just for direct tv it was not internet it wasn't phone it was it was just to have satellite tv and i couldn't justify spending 143 dollars a month anymore
0: my internet plus cable is like 120
1: this was before the 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 dawn of all the streaming like sling was around and ps view there they were starting they were getting there uh but they weren't like widely known yet because i remember people when they heard that i had playstation view they're like well, that would be really cool, but I don't have a PlayStation. And I was like, that's the thing that it's confusing because you don't need one. Like I had one at the time and that was where it looked the best. It was a really nice interface and everything, but you could have signed up for it. Like anybody could sign up for it, but it was just that kind of brand confusion of, Oh, well you can only have that on, on this platform. And, and I think some people thought like the same thing with like sling, you needed a sling box.
0: To yeah, because there was a similar product, the same thing called Slingbox, where you could yeah. watch your TV mm-hmm. in a different location.
1: Yeah, your local channels you could sling to another location, right? And that right. that confused people. Yes. Um, so that was kind of the the weird limbo territory of they were just getting started, and like Look I at, jumped on it.
0: So so apples apples to oranges here. How would you rank your top? streaming services, what would you say your top three are?
1: would go probably in my house right now is YouTube, HBO. Now I'm going to have to bump HBO out. I think that's for me. I, I use HBO more than my wife does. So top three for us is Disney, YouTube, and Netflix.
0: I could see that. Most people with kids say Disney is up there.
1: Mickey Mouse clubhouse on demand 24 hours a day. Uh, it, it's fantastic. And I mean, I like a lot of the stuff on, like, we, we want to watch that new movie soul. We haven't watched it yet. Uh, we like, it's got a the Pixar stuff. So we, we tend to watch things on Disney as well. Uh, but for the most part, I'd say daily use, those are the three. We use YouTube TV every day, Netflix for like Shits Creek. Um, <laughs> and we really like that show. And there's, there's a couple other Netflix shows that were like, we watch the good place on there. Um, So anyway, those are probably our top three. What about you?
0: Well, number one is Netflix with the caveat being it's going to change this year because I usually just put the office on whenever I'm looking for something. Um, But I really like that. It doesn't have commercials, which is nice. Um, So we'll see how that changes, but Netflix is still number one. And then it's kind of a toss up from there. Probably number two is Hulu um, for like current content stuff. I still have regular cable. So I get a lot of the stuff on these streaming apps or whatever for free through my cable. I just sign in with my cable provider and it sends me a lot of stuff so for me. Number three is probably ESPN. Um, okay. cause I watch a lot of stuff on there and it's cool to get the out of network or the out of area stuff mm-hmm. on the, on the ESPN. So that's probably the top three. Yeah. I don't have any of the live TV services. I still have it through Verizon just because it's cheap. Yeah. Um, they have what they so, call like a skinny bundle
1: that you can get. I was going to say, if you don't mind, what is your, what is your current? Cause I, I did some due diligence with some other cable and satellite providers. I didn't do Verizon though. So what is your cable?
0: So cable only $65 a month.
1: Okay. So that's, that's exactly Verizon, TV.
0: Yeah. I have the Verizon right. sports package. So they give you a bunch of extra sports channels that you don't normally get with the basic tier, which is like $40 a month or something. Gotcha.
1: So now that we're kind of talking about that, I, I, I did look at the other providers just to see what they had to offer. Cause like we were talking $143 a month for me, that's that was crazy. a lot. It was a lot. And I, like I say, I had HBO on there and that was not necessarily a cancel. like now if you have HBO and you only watch game of Thrones, which that's a bad example because it's not on anymore. But back in the day you could, sign up for HBO while game of Thrones was in season yeah. and then cancel it. Right. And then sign up for the next season because you know, that way you're like, well, I'm because you could do that. You couldn't do that with like Directv. You couldn't call up and be like, well, I need you to drop HBO. I mean you could, but you were still going to have to pay that overlap. It was prorated. So, you know, basically with, with a standalone, you could cancel anytime, no charge and come back anytime. Just start your, you know, reactivate your account. Cool. Um, but I, and I had you know a couple boxes and things like that. Right now, the highest tier package you can get with TV is one hundred thirty five dollars a month, and that's everything. That's like wow. all their offerings, all their premium movie channels, blah blah blah. Wow. But then you start, you know, of course, like anything else, the nickel and dime of well, there's the the service fees, there's the equipment because you don't own that equipment no it's rented with yeah. with like and and it's the same way with cable providers not just satellite you you rent that equipment so there's a monthly charge for that plus there's a, so if you need three four boxes that's an extra you know 100 bucks a month yeah
0: um, yeah i got one i have so i have one box and it doesn't have a dvr so it's like the cheapest box you can get it's yeah. like 5 bucks a month and that's cuz
1: that's the thing yeah you can get the the box with no dvr but if you I want a dvr
0: yeah. I guess I should clarify. So my service only bill is $60 and then I pay $5 for the box. Sure.
1: Yeah. But that's the thing. Yeah. There's, there's all these, and that's what people started getting tired of there was the, the service charges and the equipment rentals and the extra fees that you get from cable and satellite mm-hmm. providers. Cause yeah, you, they won't let you, you can't buy a direct TV box. You rent it. Which is dumb, but So the whole time you have that service, you're paying for that box every month. That's the same thing with Dish Network. Their highest tier was like $95 a month. Their lowest tier was $60 a month. Uh, And then Xfinity, which used to be Comcast, their highest tier was $120 a month, and their lowest was, was 80. Now those also, like I told you prior to, with Xfinity it's bundled with internet. You can't, I guess you can't just get TV.
0: They must um, not put the TV, the TV and the internet must come through the same stream.
1: Yeah. So that's, so that's why their lowest tier is a little more. It was more expensive than both uh, direct TV and, and dish network. I'm sure you can get bundled packages with them as well, but uh, that there's, were are already bundled. Uh, so anyway, that, that kind of breaks down. Like, you know, if you, let's say you, you go back to direct TV you want all their channels, one hundred thirty-five dollars a month on top of whatever else, whatever other equipment fees and, and rentals and all that. Um, that one hundred twenty-six dollars a month for all these streaming services is not that bad because there's no hidden fees there.
0: Right, and you can cancel whenever you want. You don't have to and wait Yeah, year. when you get
1: tired of one, you just drop it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I am, I'm obviously very entrenched in streaming culture. <laughs> I have loved it since the onset. Like the the first time I ever streamed something on Netflix was for my world cinema class. <laughs> I needed to watch the treasure of the Sierra Madre and there was nowhere available to rent, but Netflix had it online. It was a fledgling program. They had like 20 movies and that was one of them. So I watched it on like, I think my girlfriend at the time's laptop because I didn't have the right something. I, I can't remember. Or it was, it was, I, I had a Mac they didn't have it on Mac yet. So I had to borrow her PC laptop to watch a movie and pretty much from then on I was hooked because I signed up for Netflix, the the mail-based.
0: Well, and our Red Dead Redemption expert still gets the
1: DVDs in the mail. He does. A lot of people do, which which is crazy. Uh, It's it's crazy to even think about. Do you also, completely going off topic now, I guess not completely, but do you recall when Netflix was going to split into two companies? I do, yeah. And how (laughs) Shit crazy that was and and how upset people were people got so mad i can't remember i think one of them was called flickster, flickster. Yep. yeah and there there was i can't remember what the other one i think one the, the online part was still netflix and yeah. then the mail part was flickster yeah and and it was so confusing cuz i remember getting the email about it and people lost their minds <laughs> and i guess that between the backlash and the confusion they're like you know what never mind <laughs> so
0: there's good there's good documentation of this out there so go go look on your streaming services for documentaries and stuff but blockbuster had the chance to buy netflix
1: yep blockbuster their hubris got the better of them
0: for our our millennial viewers blockbuster was a a store (laughs) where you could go to rent movies and they would hand you the movie you take it home and watch it and then you'd have to take it back
1: i gotta say i as a child of the 90s I loved going to a video rental place. Oh yeah. I, it was so much fun. Like I looked forward to it. Now we being in the small rural area, we didn't really have blockbuster. We had like other kind of chains. I th- we had like Hollywood video. Yep. We had one of those. Um, we had movie gallery, um, movie stars, movie gallery. We, we never had a blockbuster. Um, so I never, I never was a blockbuster member, but uh, I, I mean when it was like, Friday I get off the bus, and my mom was like, "Oh, we gotta go to town." I'd be like, "Can we please go to whatever movie rental place was hot at the time?" And and because I I'd go and I'd look for movies or I could rent a game, and and like it was just the coolest. And you know, every every blockbuster places every blockbuster driver went in smelled exactly the same. I don't know. I was was gonna say the smell of they all kind of had a similar smell. Like, something about it. And there there was even a really, like, hyper-local place when I was a kid. It was in, like, a single-wide trailer. And it was called Minx Movies. And I loved going to – and I can – when I talk about it, I smell the place. Like, I can just smell the the laminated box – boxes of VHS. And and this place was so old school. Obviously, I was very young at the time. But um, it was just little – little circular plastic tags that hung underneath the the box and you took that up and if the tag was there it was available if not obviously somebody had it uh-huh. and I, man i loved it I, I i have so many fond memories of going to minx movies and they have one little section of like nintendo games <laughs> and i would rent the teenage mutant ninja turtles uh original nes game so many times so that I was like we should have just bought it I don't we I don't know how much money we spent on it but I would rent it like every time it was there um and yeah just something about a, a movie going to rent a movie that was that was cool like it's cool that I can do it for my house now but
0: well and did you ever I, I feel like when when I was renting a movie from like block but we had a, we had one blockbuster where I lived um
1: I never got one just one movie you always got like four. Oh yeah 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 well because there were always specials too yeah like certain movies like new release movies you could get them but they they had to be back sooner because there was big demand for those yeah so usually like a two or three day rental on those but older movies it was like a week and you get two and three movies at a time and oh man yeah that was that was the coolest you come with like an armload of movies and you're like oh and i watch all these right now and did
0: you guys I'm, get bombarded by the? They're trying to sell you popcorn and candy and stuff at the register.
1: No, they didn't really have.
0: That was a, must mean, been a that, blockbuster thing. Yeah, yes. I was
1: gonna say I remember places they had stuff, but I didn't. I don't ever felt. I don't remember recall being pressured to buy any additional stuff. Oh yeah, stuff.
0: blockbuster was big on that. That yeah. was their big thing. They probably because they made the most money off of it. Pro- but, oh, I'm sure. But blockbuster is a relic,
1: so. There's one, I think there's a documentary called the last blockbuster or something like that.
0: Oh, I'll have to see if I can find that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I I've just seen something about it and uh, I can't remember if it closed down, but I, I did just see like another, like the, the, our last remaining like chain of video rental places. I think it's called family video is shutting down as of like this month. Um, so it, it's, it's sad because it, like I say, just the, the, the nostalgia I have for it. It's like, man, that was, that was cool. Um, you know, but now you could like say you can do it off from your house because you have over 200 streaming services to pick from and pretty much any movie that you've ever wanted to see is available on some service or another more than likely multiple services, but it's going to cost you. It is. It is. So I
0: guess I have some rankings of the streaming services. Oh, yes. Um, and it's an interesting article by CNET. Uh, try to guess, guess what their number one service is.
1: I'm going to guess Netflix. It's not Netflix. It is not Netflix. Hmm.
0: Hulu. It's not Hulu. It's Amazon (laughs) prime video. Really? They're number one. They gave them a, I guess, 48 out of 50. Um, Number two is Hulu, number three is Netflix, four is HBO Now, five is HBO Max, then Disney Plus. Surprisingly, CBS All Access is seven. Hmm. Then Peacock, which I don't know how they got that rating because it's only been out for three months. But the most surprising one out of the top ten is number nine, which is a service called Acorn TV. I've never heard of Acorn TV. The
1: reason I think I've heard of Acorn, I think it's, it's British
0: that would be why i've never heard of it
1: i think it's like british it's for british shows because i feel like i've seen a, a commercial or something that says it was a very obviously a british show the narrator was british all the actors were british and and at the end i feel like i remember it saying watch on this channel or stream now on acorn tv something oh, you know so I, you I, I that sounds very familiar but i i could be mixing it up with something else
0: so those are the rankings according to CNET. I thought that was interesting.
1: I'm wondering, do did they, did they delve into their rankings at all? Like why they, it was they, ranked probably, they probably do. I just didn't have time to read it. So yeah. I just pulled the pictures. I'm, I'm wondering if Amazon isn't just as far as like the, the amount of selection for the value because you can I get it so. with Amazon Prime. Like Amazon yeah, it's Prime, the service.
0: Co- technically free. And with the amount of shopping that I do on Amazon, it probably is free at this point.
1: Yeah. Because it's so. like what does it cost like $120 a year to have prime? Cause I think if you break they it down, it's like $12 it. yeah. a month or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, and that includes prime TV. So yeah. yeah and music. Figure. Oh yeah. It does include the music as well. So yeah, that one's, it's probably, uh, you know, like the Disney plus bundle is pretty good. 13 bucks a month for all three of those, but you don't get free shipping from Disney for that. No. Uh, so yeah, I could, I could see that. Uh, but interesting that because I think those are probably quote the big three right now is Amazon, Netflix, and Hulu, and those were the top three on CNET's list.
0: Yep, so, yep. And then I, I think HBO is going to move up the list as they get the more the of the Warner Brothers stuff. I'm sure when the Avengers series comes through, they're going oh,
1: yeah, yeah, shoot you, up uh, the rankings. You, you're a nerd. You're not a nerd because um, they, they don't have the Avengers. That's Disney
0: what i thought the marvel cinematic universe was going on hbo
1: no no disney disney owns the marvel stuff so all well, that stuff's on disney wonder woman is marvel isn't she no she is dc she's like with batman and superman um so the, the the marvel cinematic universe is like way up here the dc cinematic universe is like just about here as far as like and it's probably a lot like I only know that because I listen to another podcast. A, a guy I work with talks about it all the time. He's super nerd. So I've learned a lot about that because I know Batman. And that's my guy. That's pretty much um, all I got yeah. is Batman. But they're, you know, obviously different camps. you got all the, the Marvel superheroes are, are one group and the DC superheroes.
0: Um, I see. I don't do the crossover stuff like Captain America as his own thing. I enjoy Captain America. Iron Man is his own thing. I enjoyed Iron Man. Batman is his own thing. I enjoyed it.
1: I'm I'm not going to watch Batman versus Superman. I don't care about that. You're you're gonna you're gonna enjoy that decision because it was it was a really really long movie and they tried to do too much and it and it, I thought it was it had a lot of potential but holy crap I I, will, I I've always wanted to watch it again but I just can't bring myself to do it because um, it just it, it, yeah, was, Zack it was, Snyder
0: gets that a lot yeah it was this it was is,
1: 20 pounds of shit in a 10 pound bag and it, it, and it was just it took away from it um and again i think i've told you this in the past i'm gonna wrap myself up with this because i'm going off the rails here but uh the in that film they gave away like the biggest coolest moment in the trailer what <laughs>
0: well, well and i'm and like that would have been
1: so cool if i didn't know it was coming
0: speaking of trailers and streaming services Borat 2 was an Amazon exclusive, right? Yes. And they put the funniest scene in the movie in the freaking trailer, and then it wasn't even the movie. It wasn't that in was, the movie.
1: I, and I know I've told you. that was I was I really was happy with Borat 2 until you said, why didn't they put the golf club scene in there? And I was like, oh, my God, they didn't. And now ever since then, I've been disappointed. And I really <laughs> liked it. I had just forgotten that, that was, it was so funny. Uh,
0: that was kind of the first movie to, to set the precedent for All these movies being dumped into streaming services now
1: well I was I was actually just reading something about that yesterday cuz he it was an article it's like Sasha Baron Cohen says there won't be a third Borat movie and I'm like okay until you know there's the need but he basically said the only reason there was a second was because of Trump and he needed to he, he, he wanted to he's like Borat will be perfect for this this premise and I so I need to like he had no desire to but then that happened he's like okay so I'll do that. And the, the ultimate reason that it ended up on Amazon was because obviously COVID hit while they were working on it. Um, so you had to adjust. And then he's like, okay, well, I need people to see, I need as many people to see this as they can before the election. Ah. And he's like, that's why they, he's like, that was what it ultimately boiled down to was that the Amazon deal, because that way the day it came out, as many people that wanted to see it could see it that day. And it was literally right before the election. Um, so it was, it was interesting to read about that, but yeah, he basically said that the only reason Borat came back was because Donald Trump became president in 2016. So uh, I just thought that was interesting. So, but yeah, he but says there's probably not going to be a need um, to bring Borat back after that.
0: Okay. So I think we're getting close to the end here. We've been going for oh, yeah. a while. Oh yeah. What, What would you recommend our, our listeners or our viewers watch next on their favorite streaming service out of your
1: selection that you have? I gotta say probably just, I thought this was going to be tougher than what it is, but uh, just as far as you don't necessarily need the knowledge going into it and it is just phenomenally produced and and written and and executed is uh, the Mandalorian on Disney plus. It is a really, really good show. I'm not a huge star Wars guy. Like I've seen the movies, but I, I don't go into the lore. And I think that's kind of what this is doing. Yeah. But, and it's connecting pieces for people. Um, but because as you know, like Todd will say, Hey, did you watch it? Cause this happened. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is. And he's <laughs> like, it's huge. It's because of this and that. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know that. No one cares, it was yeah. just a good episode. I liked it. <laughs> Um, so even if you, cause my wife is not a Star Wars person at all. She's seen some of the movies, but she hasn't seen all the movies. Um, she's yeah, just, that's not, good but she, she really likes the Mandalorian. Uh, we both really enjoy that. So I'd say just as far as like, and it's only been two seasons, but as far as from start to finish so far, everything on about it has been really, really good. So quality do you is to do you think they're only going to give it like three seasons and then kick it? I don't know. There was speculation that, that it was already done after this season because there was kind of a there was a little post credit scene after the, the final episode that was teasing a spinoff series. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Well, I'm not saying anything about it. I'm not saying what it is, but there were, it's it was basically saying there's another series, ah. but people took it as oh, this show is done and that this show will it'll it, it's not gonna be called the mandalorian anymore to be called this and and it kind of the focus is going to shift but no, they're like no 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 this the mandalorian will continue the woman delorean <laughs> the woman delorean yes yeah uh so anyway i i would like to say just my recommendation of of all the things it's really good uh what would you say from your favorite streaming service
0: so <laughs> it's gonna be one i just watched recently um <laughs> A little bit of backstory I have a random my dad my dad's like for some reason weirdly his favorite movie is Karate Kid so I've seen it like 16,000 times and so they brought this show back when YouTube had their own premium streaming service called I think it's called YouTube Premium Uh, they redid uh, the Karate Kid narrative from the perspective of the bad guy Johnny Lawrence and it was called Cobra Kai which was his gym um it didn't do so well on youtube because nobody bought that that one so netflix bought it from them and they put a third season out so they did two on youtube and netflix released the two on netflix and everybody was like oh this is really good uh so they commissioned a third one um and got it in the can before covid hit so it was all done uh and i just i watched it the day it premiered i watched every episode on on netflix um new year's day so that would be the, uh, go watch Cobra Kai. It's really good. It's got a lot of nostalgia in it. Um, the guys, a lot of
1: people have been recommending it to me. They look so
0: exactly like the out. same as they did yeah. in 1983. So uh, it's really interesting, but um, it's it's kind of campy, but, you know, I think in a good
1: way. Well, yeah, and it's, I mean, it's, it's got to be, I think, to kind of, to stay in the vein of the Karate Kid. You wouldn't want it to be, like, <laughs> right. not kind of campy, because, I mean, you know, that, it was serious enough, but it had its moments. Um it was it was an eighties movie, you know, like th- that was how they were done. Um something interesting because I, I my supervisor at work was actually just telling me that I need to watch it.
0: You should you should watch it. It's, and I was good. like,
1: Well, I you know, I haven't seen any of the Karate Kid movies in like probably twenty years, and he goes, Well and he kind of spoiled some things, but he's like what's great is they flash back directly to I guess footage from the movies
0: yeah it's it's a
1: sony so, yeah. it's a sony product so they they have all the rights to the stuff which is really cool because that way yeah you don't like i remember i remember the movie and you know but i'm not i'm not gonna remember all the details i haven't seen it in a long time but yeah if you watch it and it flashes back directly to it hey cool i now i've got the context i'm like yeah yeah i remember that but i didn't have to watch all all what were there three movies yeah um, yeah
0: there's so, actually four the fourth oh, one is the hillary
1: schwenk version <laughs> well, the, wouldn't there technically be five? Because, uh, oh, there the, is five. Because yeah, Will Smith kid, Smith's did one. kid yeah, 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 that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I thought that's what you were gonna mention. I forgot about the hillary Swank version. So yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, cool. Well, so there you go. Look for Cobra Kai on Netflix and The Mandalorian on Disney Plus. that's two of the over two hundred streaming services you have to choose from. Um, yeah. Just just pace yourself because it's easy to get fatigued and angry
0: at how much you ended up paying when you could just buy cable. If you had to cancel one right now, what would it be that I pay for? Yeah. Uh, oh boy. That's tough. Cause I use them all pretty equally. I mean, if I had to cancel one of them, it'd probably be Amazon, but I can't really cancel it. Yeah.
1: I, don't know, I think eh.
0: cause I feel like all of the stuff on Amazon is also all on Hulu.
1: They're like the same. Yeah, there's there is a lot of overlap between like Hulu, Amazon, and Netflix. You do see a lot of the same stuff there. Yeah, I don't know what I would cancel. Probably, yeah, probably Amazon because it's probably we watch the boys on there, and that's really about the only thing that I watch oh, on Amazon. The Greg
0: Daniels show is called Upload. It's that's fantastic. Right, God, yes. That would that would be a question number two.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, because i, I really wanted good. to watch it. We've it's got a, so many shows going that I haven't. We, we want to finish some before we start something else, uh, so it's it's kind of in the backlog right now. But it's
0: uh, I think each episode is an hour. So no, wait, no, I think it might be thirty minutes. So okay. it could it could be on the list to get through pretty yeah. quick. Um, it's, it's it's really neat. It's about the future and what yeah what the vision is that when you pass away.
1: Yeah, I like the concept. That was uh, the first time I ever heard about it. I was like, it's an interesting concept. So I, I like that. And then when I found out it was Greg Daniels, I was like, well, I like The Office, obviously. Why not? And The uh, Simpsons, yeah.
0: Pretty much everything he's done. Simpsons, trash. Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it.
1: <laughs> well, I think that's going to wrap it up for our Season 1, or Season 2, Episode 1 of Group Channel After Dark. How do you feel?
0: Episode 1, The Force Awakens.
1: The Fart Awakens.
0: Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Revenge of the Farts.
1: Revenge of the shit. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: Classic. So, I mean, I feel like we... wow and he's gone that was that was a new a new way to sign off with the whisper i wasn't ready for that he's just kind of gone uh well thanks for joining us again here in season two of group chat after dark uh as party two appears uh thanks thanks for supporting the show in season one we look forward to bringing you more episodes in season two check us out on rather donkey com or toddsucks.com or dukehouston.com or groupchatafterdark.com uh, you can find all our stuff there. You can visit the Ride That Donkey Production shop and get yourself some crap with our logo plastered all over it. It's going to suck, but hey, support us. So that way, finally Bombas will say, this show is worth it. Here's some real money and we won't have to keep doing these fake ad leads. or maybe somebody else will. You never know. Purple Mattresses might decide, hey, we want you guys to sell our stuff and we'll start talking about that instead of Bombas. So a little note to you guys over there in uh, marketing at Bombas. We're not going to be here forever. If somebody else comes along, we will sell out. Anyway, thank you very much for listening to all of our streaming woes. And we wish you the best of luck in this new year to come. We'll catch you next month. I'm Group Chat After Dark.